considered offensive my end piece oh you are a rude rude girl oh my and it's also a full moon weekend which means you need to bear your truth to me i'll show you everything <laughs> all of it full moon it but first we have a new goal nira uh-huh we have to all become vanilla girls this is so disturbing take a listen <laughs> holly and nira virgin we have a new goal thanks to the talk tiktok oh gosh okay we have to become vanilla girls. Hmm. Nira, now this is going to be tough because you are a beautiful brown-skinned woman. Oh, does it have to do with the color of my skin? Most of those vanilla girls are white girls, yeah. Oh. White blonde girls, to be totally Are vanilla girls. we got to become vanilla girls. Huh. This is a trend right now on TikTok, okay? There are a few women of color who are rocking this vanilla girl trend because being a vanilla girl, when when someone says to you like, oh, I'd describe her as being vanilla, Mm -hmm. what would you think about this person? Okay, well, usually it means like uh, doing things kind of in a non-spicy way. Boring, you can say. Okay, fine, boring. Boring, dull, whatever. Yeah. Safe. This is kind of the trend, but it's like not your personality. It's everything else about you. What you wear, how your hair is, what your apartment looks like. So a vanilla girl, think cozy, think clean, neutral tones, white, beige, very light brown, loose, comfy, knit sweaters over leggings with short, cute Uggs, okay? Hair in a ponytail or loose beach waves. The (laughs) vanilla girl's skin, dewy, free of heavy makeup, maybe some lip gloss, Uh very dewy, 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 dewy. Right, right, Okay, the vanilla girl's house. Obviously has a latte machine in it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, sugar cookie candle. <laughs> <laughs> White linens. Okay. Lots of plants. Okay. The vanilla girl is cozy, clean, effortless. She's also known as a soft girl. Oh, a soft girl. Clean girl. Mm. You know the kind. Okay. So what, 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 mm. what is, what, what is this vanilla girl? This is what's it right now? This is, this is the, the trend. trend. It's, I mean, it sounds a bit, I mean, sounds a bit basic. Or doesn't it just sound like just, I don't know. Basic. I don't even know if it sounds basic. It just sounds what things are. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. For a while, mm-hmm. I have, hasn't everybody, like, the hottest color for rooms has been eggshell? You know, like, <laughs> yes. paint? That, yeah, that's been yeah. the hottest color for years. Plants have been big for a while. Oversized yeah. sweaters. I love the plants um, have been big for a while. Forever. <laughs> House plants? For, yeah. uh, forever. Right? Yes. Those have been big. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> that uh, sort of boho, like, yeah, mid-modern, mid-mod- mid-century, whatever that is. The oversized sweater yeah. has made yeah, a comeback yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uggs made yeah, it come back yeah, a few yeah. a few years ago. Actually, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, it's. I mm-hmm. think it's just everything they're saying is just what's on trend right now. Do you wear a lot of the stuff? I would you would you say that you are a lot of the things on the list? Uh, well, I'm wearing an oversized sweater today. Ooh. Okay, okay. Um, I saw you. I saw you in them. I wore Uggs yesterday. She has cute little short Uggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, got, I have those. Well, it's like busted. <laughs> I have those. You're on trend. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I wear lip gloss every day. Ooh. And 
And yeah. I don't really wear the rest of the makeup, but I do wear yeah. lip gloss every day. Right. You mm. can curl your hair. Your hair does curl. Well, my hair is just you naturally curly. could be curly. peachy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dang. I do love Dewey, but that's because of J-Lo. J-Lo made that hot right. years ago. To me, this is just like basic girl, but forever it's like basic. Oh, you're so basic. Like, it was a bad thing, but like, I yeah. think I'm basic. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, I, I think I am. I'm wearing an oversized hoodie. Ooh. Yeah. I don't understand the vanilla aspect of it all. Because <laughs> all I think is Fifty Shades of Grey. That's what I think of when we think of vanilla. Really? Because remember? Oh. He was like the vanilla way. Oh, because she was boring in the bedroom. No, no, she just hadn't really done much. Yeah, well, she, had, you, know, <laughs> you know what? It was that was not fair. It was like you haven't done much. Well, she hasn't been like chained to a wall. Like, give her a minute. <laughs> she did have to... never done anything actually. She's so vanilla. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Can you in your face someone who already in their own face? <laughs> I know. Happy Friday morning, everyone. This is a legit question. Okay. I asked you a couple of days ago, when was the last time you in your own faced? And this story was all inspired uh, because of Katy Perry. Because I'm coming at you like a dark horse. Very impressive. Katy Perry was doing an interview and she brought it up all herself. Uh, a massive career regret moment. She wasn't even asked. I just want to bring something up. I really messed up in my career. Oh, wow. Uh, I had an opportunity to work with one of the biggest names in the music world right now when this name first came out. And I declined. And it was one of the biggest mistakes in my life. And that person is Billie Eilish. Duh. Okay. Yeah, right. I remember this. Katy Perry had a chance to be on Billie Eilish's track, Ocean Eyes. Oh, to collaborate with her. Yeah, right. On her first album. Yeah. Like, it was like... Ocean Eyes. They're like, right. you want to collaborate on this? This girl's going to be big. And she's like, oh, she's what like, is yeah, this? Okay. Sounds pretty boring. Okay. God, okay. Well, but it, like, you know, if you're... That is, if that's the only song you heard and you only heard 10 seconds, yes. yeah, you might be like, yeah, it's a bit snoozy for me. Right? Anyway, she's like, big mistake. Huge. Mm. She's like, in my own face. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then I was... Then we talked about, have we ever in, like... Brought something up. What was the last time we in our own face? Like, instead of waiting for someone to call you out, you're like, listen, I'm going to say it. I screwed up. And then as we were talking about this, Holly, you continuously wanted Katy Perry to know, yeah, Katy Perry in your face. Yeah. Right? And I was like, okay, listen, Katy Perry is already in her own face. Mm -hmm. She's already brought it up. She is already, like you said, what did she do? She's like called herself out. Yeah. If someone's already called themselves out, mm-hmm. can we still call that person out when they've already called each other, like called themselves out? Yeah, I think we can. Really, I don't think so. Yeah, because I feel like now the thing is like I've called myself out, so I'm off the hook. I'm good. It's like no, no. Well, I'm not no. saying they're off the hook necessarily because we're still talking about it. We're saying yeah, she made a big mistake, but I don't think we can in her face anymore because she already called herself out and in her own face. So if you were Katy Perry's friend and she's like, "Listen, guys, oh my god, I want to hear something so embarrassing. My biggest career regret. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could have worked with Billie Eilish, and I said no. Yeah, and they're like, oh, woo. Then, then you ha- you can't bring it up anymore. Well, no, no. She then was like, "Big mistake, huge." Yep. What was I thinking? Like, what was wrong with me? Like, what yeah, were- I would be like, "What is wrong with no. you? What were you thinking? <laughs> Are you kidding?" Like, but I she's was- already yes. saying it. I know, but then that means we can't talk about it. It's done. No, it'd be different if, like, let's say, for example, uh, you found out and your friend still hadn't brought it to your your attention, mm-hmm. and then you're saying to Katy Perry, "Okay, so seriously, is this for real?" Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're no, like, that's what? totally different, right? Yeah. Versus her being in a conversation with you and telling mm-hmm. you, like, call- that's why they say, like, you. 
you you can change the narrative of almost anything right. if you bring things up yourself. Right. Right. Don't they give politicians this advice all the time mm-hmm. when something bad happens? Yeah, and like before like, someone else reports it. Yeah, report it. You come out and you say the story yourself. Right, but it doesn't necessarily shut it down. No, it doesn't shut it down. But you can't in-your-face the person as much anymore. But you really like to in-your-face people, don't you? Yeah. Because this really bothered you. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, she f- fail. Because it's Billie bothering Eilish? you more that Billie Eilish didn't tell the story and Katy Perry told the story. Yeah. Because if Billie Eilish came out and said, yeah. so the one person that refused to work with me was mm-hmm. Katy Perry. Then yeah. everyone would be like, oh my gosh. God, yeah, Katy Perry. But Katy Perry's the one right. who brought it up. Yeah, but Nira, you like, you're a mom, okay? So when you, you mom me about in your face stuff too, if I bring something up, I'm like, oh my God, I screwed up and I did this. You, you're not like, okay, and let it go. You're like, so, what was your lesson? What did uh, you learn? Uh, you think that's in my, in your facing you? When I I'm think you continue you, it. No, I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I do mom you. Because yeah. if my child, instead of, Punishing my child when they've mm-hmm. come forth and given me information that they yes. didn't need to give me, but told me the truth, yeah. and it's way worse. I always tell them it's going to be way worse if you lie yep. or keep something from me. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just, yeah. So I will ask. So what did you learn for next time? That's right. I so would that's ask. Still in your facing no. someone who's already in their face. No, I would now ask Katy Perry, "What have you learned for next time?" But that's bringing it back up. No. Just like I already <laughs> told you, I screwed up. Yeah. So I would say, now what have you learned? It's okay, fine. We all make mistakes. You think when I say what have you learned is in your facing mm-hmm. you? Whoa, you take really it. messed up. <laughs> really you messed up. Thank you. Welcome. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. What this full moon means to you. Because the full moon, the snow moon, is this Sunday. Oh. I read something really cool about moons in general. Full moons. Okay. Okay, something new. Full moons create immense intensity inside of us, okay? They stir up emotions, both consciously and subconsciously. Mm-hmm. The full moon. I love that you're like, this is new information. Okay. Uh, we feel them. But we are actually energetic beings made of subtle frequencies. Okay, we're just like light and sound. We have frequencies inside of us. Now, according to this astrologer, we're always vibrating, right? Mm-hmm. Constantly. But did you hear that? Vibration. What, what, isn't that your chair? That was my chair. Oh. I didn't even move. <laughs> really? Oh, God. Okay, I'm just telling you. We're vibrating. But what happens when a full moon comes forth, mm-hmm. our vibrations change. The frequency of our vibration changes. Apparently, when a full moon is in effect, the like the distracting vibrations lower and our emotional vibrations become louder. Okay. And that's why you feel a bit off. Because you're like real subconscious vibrations, really the things we're supposed to be manifesting on, have a moment to like pierce through mm. and attack us and make us like they make us want to listen. But we just take that as we're not feeling right. Mm-hmm. Feeling off, feeling You're weird. Feeling weird. Yeah. But apparently, according to this astrologer, it's because it's the full moon okay. being able to change the frequency of the vibrations that is going on inside of our body. And this moon, it says you need to break through all the layers that dim your light. You need to let yourself shine and bear your truth. Yes. Okay. Okay. You gotta be fierce. You gotta like stop fearing the rejection. You have to embrace your light. Listen to your heart. Follow its lead. Even if you're feeling unsure, you'll know the guidance will come from within. 
intense. It's okay. really intense. Okay. And this full moon, you really have the opportunity to recognize when your ego is taking over mm. and to pull it in and be like, no. No, 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 no. This is not ego time. Okay, so this full moon, which is Sunday, we're going to pull bear. our ego. No, rain in your rain ego. Rain in the ego. Uh, bear your truth. Bear my truth. Um, really shine your like shine your light. Let your light shine. Let your light okay. shine. Now, this is confusing for me because I'm having a whole bunch of family over on Sunday to celebrate my son's birthday. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, both sides. Like husband, wife, me, like just giant okay. sister, cousins, cousin, brothers. And every- what's a small get together to you? Like how many people are you expecting? Well, it's going to be about 35, 40 people at my house. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so just right. the family. Right. Just the family coming so over. So you're worried that you're going to bury your truth and it's going to be like, <laughs> wow, like everyone's going to be there to witness it. There'll be yeah. drinks flowing. And I got to rain in the ego. Yeah. I got to bear my truth. And yeah. I'm going to be like, this is my light shining. Right. And we'll have ice cream cake. Don't worry. <laughs> Just makes, remember that Sunday is, it's your, it's your son's birthday. Okay. Don't don't ruin it. It's not just Sunday. It's my son's day. It's your son's day. It's not the day of bearing your truth, <laughs> okay. even though you're supposed to. See, rain in that ego. Rain in the It's not about you, Nira. It's not about me. Maybe that's the truth that you're bearing. Okay, I'll just pull out a really good, good bottle of red wine. Is that is that allowed to be about that me? That will help. Okay. Yes. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. The latest hybrid employee complaint. Are you ready for this? I bet I'm not, but yeah, sure. We have uh, very little empathy here on the Holly and Nero program for hybrid employees, mostly because we're jealous. We're very jealous. We don't really have a hybrid situation. We kind of been here the whole time. No, you're understaying. You're underplaying. We have been here <laughs> the whole time. We have no choice based on our job. We can't. Yeah. We tried to do it from home for a bit. It was uh, what a nightmare. Yeah, and we have no flexibility with our hours. Okay. So we have to be here. Yeah. We, we need the equipment. Okay. So whatever. But we're jealous because the hybrid employees here in our office get Monday and Friday at home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes other days too. They just don't. <laughs> right. You actually, you know, right. they don't come in, right? Yes. There's supposed to be staff here Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursdays. I'll walk this entire floor yeah, never and I won't see anybody. So we're jealous because they can also just like log in. Like, oh, we're on the Sunshine Coast. So just log in and work from there. Oh, must be nice. Here it is. The latest hybrid employee complaint, having to be camera ready for Zoom meetings. Uh, uh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. For real. Having to be camera ready all the time. For video so calls. I know. You don't understand. It's so hard because I'm wearing sweatpants on the bottom yeah. and big furry socks. And a blazer up top. And I got my blankie on. Mm. So do you know how hard it is when you have a blankie on than to think like, oh my gosh, I got to put on some lipstick maybe? Okay, this is so much drama for hybrid employees that they are now putting, quote, camera off days in their calendars so that you know, if you'd like to meet with me this Tuesday, that's cool. You can call me. I will not meet with you on video. Yeah. It's a camera off day. My girlfriend, uh, she's <laughs> been working from home since the pandemic, even until now. Wow. She just works from home. Okay. And unless there's like a big giant corporate meeting and then she'll come into downtown. So but she otherwise. still has an office because some people I know their offices were like, they don't exist anymore. She There is an office she could go to. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. She uh, is one of the ones that's like, well, if you still want to keep me like I'm working from home, otherwise bye. 
Which is the thing yep. people are doing and companies yep. are like, okay, not nope. a problem. And they don't want to lose her. So yep. they're like, okay, you okay. can work from home. Mm-hmm. And she has the same thing. She's like, yeah, and half the time I'm like, I'm. Uh, by the way, like, yeah, fine meeting, but I won't be turning my camera on. And they're like, okay. And she's like, yeah, and I'm probably going to be on mute. <laughs> like, the, 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 but these, they're like, okay. Because she's so yeah. good at the job aspect of the things they need from yeah. her. She's like, half these meetings, she's like, people are just talking for the sake of talking. She's like, it's exhausting. I'd rather just get my work done. So she's like, at least with my camera off, my mute off, and I only talk when I need to talk, like, you know, I'll go yeah. in and, you know, whatever. Um, then she's like, at least I'm also, like, multitasking, getting a whole bunch of stuff done that for the files that need to get done. But this is annoying because I would love to not care what I looked like. I would love to have, quote, camera off days in real person, in life. I don't want I had to brush my hair this morning. You don't think I would have loved to just rolled in here? Nothing, just whatever. This is us caring right now, right? <laughs> what we look like. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I mean, even, like, I mean, I wish I was even putting in more effort coming yeah, in. Yeah, I always want to. But it's it's a lot. And I compare myself to you. You've always got lip gloss on. I'm like, dang, I should put some effort in. <gasps> That's my way of looking awake for you. Right. I put on lip gloss. Mm. So I can, like, you know, Not feel look, alive. Feel alive. <laughs> look alive. Give you something. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I got nothing for you. Because we got nobody else to look at because nobody comes to work. That's true. You're the only thing I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira. Oh, he did it. James Cameron revealed something about Titanic. Can you handle it? That's today's <laughs> top biz story. After an exhaustive experiment, James Cameron admitted something about Titanic, one of his biggest blockbusters, blockbuster movies that's celebrating 25 years this year. <laughs> An exhaustive experiment was done. And he's like, fine. Jack might have been able to survive at the end of Titanic. (laughs) Tell us something we don't know, James Cameron. He's like, but there were so many variables, okay? He's like, there's so many variables. But fine, the one thing, I wish I didn't make that floating debris piece so big. Yes! I promise. I will never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. The bane of my existence. <laughs> More than enough room for the two of them. Yeah, according to this thing that they're <laughs> doing, you know, it was all like 25 years later, the National Geographic special that simulated the conditions of the movie as close as possible, found two actors, same size and weight, Kate Winslet, Leonardo DiCaprio, redid all of it, had them in the cold water, checking their vitals, making sure they don't get hypothermia. And they're like, okay, fine. Yes. Yeah, there was room for Jack. I mean, he had to go, though. Yeah, it, it's a movie. We know he had to go. It had to. Okay? Um, there's something I told you about in the biz yesterday that had to do with a revelation from Jessica Simpson. She said there was this Hollywood heartthrob who's one of her teenage heartthrobs, uh, a really well-known actor who worked with some really big names in Hollywood, has worked with some of the biggest directors that she may have been the other woman, may have been caught in the other woman situation with. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we did some digging. We and, did some digging. We yeah. spent all day yesterday. All morning, yes. All morning. Yes. Googling. CSIing the situation, and we figured it out. We investigated to figure out who Jessica Simpson admitted she hooked up with. Uh, and this person, she did not know this, was not single at the time. She didn't name him. But from our investigations and from all the clues that she gave, we believe that it is Mark Wahlberg. Black, white, red, 
They did not go all the way. Right. Okay. But we believe it's Mark Wahlberg. And then throughout the day, everyone else did their everyone else did their investigating as well. And yeah, everybody else was saying it's Mark Wahlberg. He was the only man wearing jeans and a t-shirt on the 2001 red carpet at the Much Music Video Awards. Boom. And that was the Your first. Your honor, guilty. That was the first interaction <laughs> that took place. Yeah. Okay. That is, that is our conclusion. The timeline is a bit sus, though. It's, the timeline is well, sus. We'll figure... You know, he was seeing someone who is now currently could have been whatever. His wife. Been, maybe, but they were on and off for a few years before they got married. They were. Yeah. They were on and off. And how to lose a guy in 10 days may have ended up very differently. Because Matthew McConaughey almost said no to this movie. I'm Matthew McConaughey, and tonight I'll be reading a special sleep story called Wonder. We love you, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Love him so much. Um, He was on the fence about how to lose a guy in 10 days. He didn't know if he wanted to do that movie or not. P.S. One of the greatest movies. I love that movie. (laughs) So good. Also celebrating 20 years this year. Really? Yeah, for how how to lose a guy in 10 days. Okay. It was with Kate Hudson. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he said he had a chance encounter. He was considering whether he was going to do the movie or not. He was walking down Sunset Boulevard. Then suddenly this guy came up to him out of nowhere. He was like a fortune teller guru guy, he said. And he's like, I want to tell your fortune real quick. You got a minute? And he's like, okay, sure, man. He said to him, he goes, there's a movie you're considering right now. It's a romantic comedy. You have to do this. Otherwise, it's going to be the biggest regret of your life. Or one of the one of the biggest regrets of your life. Wow. He's like, you're going to have a blast doing the movie. It's going to be an incredible experience. You're going to make tons of money, and it's going to be a real hit. you got to do it. Wow. And he said he was actually walking down Sunset Boulevard in his mind at that time contemplating, should I say yes to this movie or not? And this guy walked up to him. He's like, it's because of this random guy hmm. that he said yes to How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Now we know for a fact this guy doesn't work for the studio. <laughs> he's like, hey, go get Matthew. He's a bit baked. He's on the beach. Go well, that was one of the questions the Matthew had. He's like, did the studio hire this guy? <laughs> okay. That's what I think. Okay. I'm like, who are you? I'm Nira, and that's the biz. It is brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School. Act now. Weekly classes start February 4th. Visit VancouverYoungActorsSchool.com. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. I did it. What was his name? <laughs> it. What was her name? All inspired by Tom Hanks, I did the diet cocaine. Pardon me. Did you there hear about There are children listening to this program. Listen, Tom Hanks, he is America's dad. Yeah, love Tom him. Tom Hanks, everybody loves him. If Tom Hanks has made something called the diet cocaine, then we all need to try it. He was talking to Stephen Colbert about it. We were debating what the name of it should be, and I came up with it because it is Coke and a champagne, so it's obviously Diet Cocaine. Coke and champagne, and he named it Diet Cocaine. Wowzies. And it was something that he came up with, Tom Hanks. uh, Over the holidays, he was at some like holiday celebration, and this is what went down. And I just had this Diet Coke. And I said, oh, give me a shot of champagne in there for crying out loud. In the Diet Coke. In the Diet Coke. And everybody said, everybody says, You're, you are insane. I said, well, I may be insane, but I want to help. I want to celebrate the, the season. So I had a sip of this. Stephen, it was delicious. Hmm. I did the Diet Cocaine. I did the Diet Cocaine. You did it, bruh. Yeah. Uh, I was... How long did it keep you awake? For? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> womp, womp. Well, it's quite interesting because it is the champagne mm-hmm. and it is the Diet Coke. 
and it's mixed together and it, it it's quite beautiful to look at color wise. I can imagine it's very fizzy, right? Which fizzy. is always pretty in a cup. The color is golden mm. and it's actually it was cool. it was it it was yummy. And the reason why he did this cuz he's not a big drinker, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay, but he wanted to celebrate he said and then they opened up this bottle of champagne, drinks were flowing and everybody's and he's like, "You know what? Throw in a shot of my Coke." Mm. But he did say Diet Coke is it's got to be a Diet Coke. That's he what only he drinks said. Diet Coke. Yeah, he's like it's got to be a Diet Coke. Okay. Uh for him especially. Diet Coke and champagne. And champagne and it's called Diet cocaine. Now, where were you when you drank this diet cocaine? I was out for lunch. I was just out for lunch at, at SNL in South Surrey, just hanging out there. Okay. And I was with some girlfriends, and uh, we were celebrating something. So, someone opened like a bottle of champagne had been opened at lunch. <laughs> These South Surrey moms, I'm telling you, you guys need a reality show. <laughs> like, also, okay. invite me next time, Rude. right? Right? And uh, yeah, and so we opened up a bottle of champagne, and one of the friends was having a diet coke. Mm. And she's like, guys, I have a Diet Coke. Let's do it. Uh, you guys have champagne. Um, we need it. So we're, we're asking our server to come by. We're like, can we get yeah. some glasses? We want to do the Tom Hanks. We want to do the Diet Coke. And she's like, oh my gosh, the Tom Hanks thing? Okay, like, thank God yes. she knew what it was. Yes. yes. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. The 98-hour-a-week side hustle. That actually costs you money. Oh, wow. Are you interested, Nira? You want to get on this? Isn't the whole point of a side hustle to make some extra money? Sure is. All right, all right, okay. Well, the bad news is you're already doing it. I and, am? And so am I. Yes, the 98-hour-a-week side hustle that costs you money is being a mom. Mommy. <laughs> Mommy. Mommy. Yeah. Mama. Mama. New research Mama. has confirmed confirmed that being a mother is the equivalent of working 98 hours a week. I believe it. On top of working. <laughs> oh, wait. On top of working? On top of working. Oh, where I don't understand how the time. So this is like in terms of how much we do, what it's worth. Like it's about, it's 98 hours of work. That's correct. Because I'm like, then physically this isn't making sense. I don't understand how many hours we're doing, how yeah. we're doing it. I mean, obviously it depends what you do for a living on, on, on top of being a mom. Right. Physically, how am I doing this? 28% of mothers say they are struggling to keep up with work demands because their life at home is so busy. All of it is busy. 50% of moms say they're exhausted trying to balance work. And kids. Yes, and it all all the mental labor. Remember I just I found this quote last week and I read it out to you. I'm gonna give it to you again because mm. this is gonna make every mom feel better. And sorry, dads, we know you help. You're yeah. you're a part of the equation. Maybe you have an amazing partner and that does take down your ninety eight hours a week a bit. Yeah. But the mom, no matter what, the mother is the one who Always. takes on the brunt of the work. Yes. It's just what happens. Here's the quote. Gentle reminder that the 40-hour work week is outdated and was designed with the assumption that someone would always be taking care of the cooking, the cleaning, the household items. It wasn't designed for you to be doing it all. So if you're having a hard time, be kind to yourself. Because mm-hmm. it was. Think of back in the day in the yeah. 50s. The man yeah. would work. The woman would stay home. And take care of the home. And that's take care of the correct. children. And that was what you did. Not well, that that's easy either, no, by no, the way, no, if you're a stay-at-home mom. No, we're talking about the hours. Uh, and that's how you right. And you did. You're, do, you're doing it all at home. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, if you're trying to, if you are trying to add a career <sighs> on top of that, mm-hmm. it is very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's so stretching. And you're just like, you're spread so thin. And then you have moments where you snap. And you know why you're snapping. But you can't control the snap. 
but also society makes us believe that it's possible. A work-life balance, work-life balance. I th- I call BS on that. Well, I think what they're saying when they're talking about the work-life balance is it's that you need to find it. I don't think it exists. I think you're either doing better at work and something at home is failing, or you're doing really good at, at home this week. You are nailing it. You've made meals. Woo, good. But something at work is slipping. Well, yeah. I don't think you can do it. I don't think there is a balance. But that, that that's the thing. There's You also have to take care of yourself in there too oh for who has time for that that that's the problem that's what i'm trying to say you can't be everything to everyone all the time and it's exhausting and then you're still trying to be a good mom you know a good mom Mm -hmm. you're still trying to be a wife a supportive wife you're Mm -hmm. still trying to be someone's daughter possibly Mm -hmm. you're still trying to be a friend someone's sister someone's friend you're still trying to be all those things and it's so hard to be at all and it can be very exhausting and very draining but i mean when you hear the realities of it you know you're not alone at least Never, I know we're in this together. No, I it, it does, doesn't help me get groceries, it doesn't help me get groceries, but it makes me feel better mm-hmm. knowing that someone else finds it hard too. And it's not just me because then yeah. I get hard on myself thinking, Why am I finding this so hard? I can't if st- everybody else is fine. Yes, yes, I can't stand the person who says it's all good, everything's great, and it's up. Uh, who no. says that? I don't know. Find Insta- me that person, people on Instagram, they say it's all good, yeah. Really? You know what the best analogy is? The airplane, the airplane analogy is the best. When you're having a stressed out moment as a working mother slash mom. Okay. Right? The airplane analogy. I just want to get on a plane and go? Uh, no, I like... <laughs> that one's better. I was thinking you got to put your own mask on first so you can put your kid... You got to take care of you so you can take care of the kids. Okay, I like my No, I like your stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Is your end piece considered offensive... Excuse me. No, seriously, this is a real thing. Is your end piece offensive? This is all because of the big debate we talked about on our show yesterday that's going viral. What do you call the end pieces of the loaf of bread? I love bread. And who doesn't? I mean, bread is amazing. Lord, we're Um, obsessed with bread here. And there was uh, so many people who called in yesterday, texted us, and we realized, okay, uh, it's called the heel of the bread. Most people, I would say, yeah, that was the most popular answer. Well, no, that's what it's apparently called. But a lot of people then call it end piece. Mm. Okay, end piece. And or the um, crust. A lot of people were like, I, then we call it the crust. But that one, we're like, mm. okay. But is your end piece of the bread considered offensive? Because apparently, this is a thing. Have you ever had someone over, or have you ever been to someone's house, and have you ever been? served the end piece how dare you because i've been in that situation where i have been served the end piece or i have by mistake i guess by mistake by mistake given the end piece and Mm. it's very offensive i remember this was a very long time ago one of my uncles was visiting from india Mm -hmm. and he came over to our house i was making breakfast toasted a whole bunch of bread okay and when I was putting, you know, plating everything with the eggs and the toast, I put an end piece. One of the pieces was an end piece on his plate. And I took it over and, you know, you know, putting out the plates. And the look that I got shot by my grandpa hmm. was like, oh, you cannot. That is end piece. That is offensive. Wow, really? It's offensive. He's like, trade, trade right now. He's like, get that off the man's plate. Wow. And I'm not the only one. In many situations, serving someone the end piece is sending a message. 
Okay, first of all, you're being served food. That sounds great. I know, I'm pretty cool that way. No, that's a ama- you plated oh, breakfast, yeah. and yet you someone have, still complains. Should have breakfast at my house. Well, back in the day before I had children. Anyways, I feel like the end piece is it sends a message. Yeah. It sends a message. Yeah, yeah, of like you are not worthy of the middle piece. Yeah. You get the end piece because nobody wants it, but I'm going to give it to you. Some people pick it. Who picks the end? My piece? My mother picks it. Chooses or, wait, it. Wait, no. wait. Has she been trained to choose it? Because all her life Maybe. she had to eat it because of her three children. Because you three refused to eat it growing up. So she now has taught herself to love the end pieces. But don't you think that that's a parenting fail? She should have taught us to love the end pieces as you, Nira, mother of three, should be teaching your children to love the end piece. It's so hard. Just because it looks different, we're going to treat it different? The poor end piece. It's not because it looks different. It's because it actually tastes different. Because my kids, honestly, what bothers me, and I never thought I'd be this parent, I have to cut off the crust for them. Because if I don't, then the butter that gets soaked up into the crust goes to waste and butter is so expensive right now. Mm. So if I cut off the crust first, then they eat the entire piece of bread. If I don't cut off the crust and make the toast, Mm -hmm. then that butter has soaked up into the crust and that really hurts. That really hurts. Or the jam or the peanut butter. Okay. And they don't like the taste of the crust. And the end piece is all crust. Hmm. It is. So it tastes different. They don't like the taste. So I end up eating it because I actually don't mind it. I try to trick my kids. I flip it inside out. Like if I'm making them a PB&J and I only have like one regular piece of bread and one crust end piece. They figure it out. No. My kids don't. Okay, you're act- They're my children. <laughs> oh, they don't Lord. know. <laughs> Holly and Nira. With Holly and Nira's Vacay Your Way with Air Canada. This was so amazing. We're giving away a trip. Holly and Nira's Vacay Your Way, courtesy of Air Canada. 50 plus sunny destinations, plus a massive hookup. You know, you get not only the flights, but you also get accommodations and you get spending money. Yeah, because uh, flights are not enough these days. Hello. Mm-mm. We have been qualifying people all week. Thank you if you went online and put your name in. Only one person can win, and we got the number right here of the winner. Let's do it. You better pick up. So threatening. I know. Okay, here we go. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. uh, We're looking for Lacey Fossey. Speaking? Lacey Fossey from uh, Surrey? (laughs) Yes. Uh, let us introduce ourselves. Once again. No, no, actually, guess. Guess who's calling yeah, you, Lacey? Okay, Holly you can, and Nira? Yeah. Holly and Nira, 94.5, Virgin Radio. Uh, we talked to you, I think, a couple of days ago, was it? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, right yesterday. Right well, we talked to you. permanently mm-hmm. smiling since mm-hmm. yesterday. Aw. <laughs> so, you know, yesterday you qualified for Holly and Nira's Vacate Your Way with Air Canada. We have uh, we have a flight. We have accommodations. We have spending money. Somebody's got to win this, Lacey Fossey from Surrey. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, when we say like Nira Holly and Nira's vacay your way, it really yeah. means we are going to vacay your way to some amazingness. Okay, like picture this sunny destination, mm. the beautiful tropical breeze. Yes. If you want it, you can smell the ocean. <laughs> you are gonna have the my ties. I was like that you're sending you're making it sound like a threat. Like you will drink a Mai Tai. And you, 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 you will relax, you girl. Will, damn it. And you will think about us after a few Mai Tais. Lacey, right? you are the mother of four children, correct? You you and your partner together have four yes. kids? 
Yeah, I just dropped them all off. Let's go. Amazing. Oh, wait. Okay, so memory serves me correct. You and your partner have never been on a trip together ever without your children. No. For the love of... Taking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lacey. Okay. Lacey. Seven years later, I think we need it. Yeah, we are changing things, honey. Uh, you are the winner of Holly Nero's Vacate Your Way. Yes, oh girl. God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't even. My face hurts. You know so what? Much. I have a chant. Ditch the kids. Ditch the <laughs> kids. Ditch the <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not even gonna let you like add on their airfare or anything. No, okay? no, 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 no. They're okay. not invited, Lacey. Okay. So Air Canada has 50 plus sunny destinations. You are choosing. We're giving you two tickets. We are giving you accommodations. We'll make sure that you have a nice, cozy hotel and you are getting spending money, okay? Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so excited. What's your partner's name? Ken. Ken and Lacey, amazing. Yeah, you are taking Ken, right? This is awkward. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> you know what? Fair question. My, my son asked me that yesterday. He was like, when who are you taking? I was like, really? <laughs> Oh, that is so cute. Okay, we'll have so much fun, and hopefully you do choose somewhere sunny. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. This is the best birthday present. My birthday's in, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Lacey Fossey from Surrey. You are the winner of Holly Nira's Vacay Your Way. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Are you a seasons celebrator? Seasons. Yeah, think about that. I mean, yesterday was Groundhog Day, and it got confirmed. I mean, it was first. It was like half and half. Are we having six more weeks of winter or spring coming early? But then it got super confirmed that yes, we are going to have six more weeks of winter. Winter is coming. It's here. Yeah, it's here. It's, it's here, John Snee. But I want to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. There's something called seasons. <laughs> No, I know. I know you may laugh at me, but I had to go over this with some girlfriends of mine because they're like, oh my gosh, six more weeks of winter. I can't do this. I'm like, okay, you know, you know the order. You know how it goes. Fall, winter, spring, summer. We're cool for the summer. I love you're such a mom. You started with the school year. Fall. Mm-hmm. Everything revolves around the school year. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, you could have started in January. No. Well, that's cool. Fine. No. Let's start with fall. Start with fall. Start yeah. with fall. We know what's going down. Mm. I have so many people like, oh my gosh, the snow came. It's so cold. I can't do this. I just need spring. I need to get away. I need to get out of this. And I was like, well, maybe if you just took some time to celebrate the seasons, everything wouldn't feel so harsh on you. Do you want to build a snowman? There's Mira. There you go. Just have some fun. Just celebrate the earth. Okay, believe it or not, there's something I heard on Yellowstone. Have you seen the show yet? Not yet. It was very beautiful what uh, Kevin Costner's character John Dutton said, okay? Mm -hmm. He said, we are no longer knowing how to live with the planet. We only now are creatures who live on it. We live on the planet when we should be living with the planet. Mm. And I tried to say that to my girlfriends yesterday when they were complaining about winter, can't, uh, I need sunshine, good, get away. Uh. Wow. Like, it's called, it's it's seasons, it's mm-hmm. the calendar year, you know this, you're a grown woman, you mm-hmm. can handle it. Okay, you know what your problem is? <laughs> <laughs> you know what your problem is, little miss? Tell me! You hate the summer. 
<laughs> so most people who live in the lower mainland get annoyed by the sleety crap weather that we have for months and months and months on end. Uh-huh. But you hate the summer so much because mm. you don't like being hot. I'm too hot. Okay. You hate wearing shorts. It's too much skin. <laughs> I don't like shorts. You hate summer. Okay. You hate summer fashion. First of all, first of all, do I use that word? No. Okay. Are those my words? No. You. You know. She strongly dislikes summer. No. no I think it's it's getting too hot, mm-hmm. and it never used to be like this. So my concern is also what is going on. It freaks me out how hot we're getting now in the summer. Okay. And yes, I do not enjoy summer fashion at right. all. I don't understand it. I don't right. get it. I don't know what to do with myself. And you take vitamins. You have enough vitamin D. For the rest of us, we're depleted. <laughs> okay. And we look forward to summer when it's not going to rain every day. I know. I get it. I also feel that summer and the sunshine... Yes, we love it. It's good for you. But if you maybe embrace the things that you're not so comfortable with, they mm-hmm. will start to become more comfortable. We need to start learning how to live with the planet again, with it. Right. Not just on it and whatever's best for us and just take from the surface and just take, take, take. What are we doing with it? What are we doing with the planet? John mm-hmm. Dutton, Yellowstone, yes. Right. What are you going to do with your shorts in the summer? Okay, you know what? I finally did find a pair of vegan leather shorts. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> now I love summer.